Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 17 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. The Eagles are coming off their bye week, and they have a big game this Sunday against the New England Patriots. What is going on, guys and gals? It's been a long time, long bye week, but we're back at it. want to apologize for not having a Bears review. Work got kind of crazy, and honestly, by the time I had time to do it, it had been long past any time someone would want to listen to a review. But a uh, quick little synopsis of that game. Thank God for Mitchell Trubisky. He definitely handed that game to us. Without that Bears offense being so plotting, we might have had a loss in our hands. A win's a win. I will take that all day long. Going into the bye week with a win is definitely preferred. But now that bye week is over, and the Eagles have had some issues this week in preparing for the Patriots, not the least of which being medical. It looks like Alshon Jeffrey, despite having a week to rest, injured his ankle it's not going to be able to play this week against the Patriots Darren Sproles has a torn right hip flexor the Eagles came out uh, on Wednesday and kind of gave us a timeline of how that injury progressed so we've signed Jay Ajayi he's back he's going to be replacing Darren Sproles in our three-headed monster it sounds like Jordan Howard isn't exactly healthy either with a stinger I gotta be honest the thing that really worries me in general is we go into the bye week okay these guys can rest up come back to action hopefully feel better it seems like we're more banged up than we were and I don't know what that has to do with people going home and not realizing how injured they might be until they start again on Monday but this Eagles medical staff has been a question pretty much the past three years and it's starting to rear its ugly head again of when do these injuries occur how could there possibly be a week and a half of treatment and someone's more injured than they were for a game it's just it's very frustrating. We signed Jordan Matthews to replace really all Sean Jeffrey this week, but also just to kind of give a fourth or fifth receiver that knows the offense and can be dependable. I'm not expecting miracles out of Jordan Matthews. He's not the best route runner, not the best catcher. Has had some statistics with us in the past, but San Francisco cut him, remember? And they did trade for Emmanuel Sanders, and that, that's all well and good, but he wasn't cracking their top four receivers anyway. So I'm not exactly sure how much Jordan Matthews is going to contribute, but watch, because I say something like that, he's going to go for 100 yards and two touchdowns. The other person that we signed, Jay Ajayi, big part of the Super Bowl team, the thing that you got to keep in mind, though, is that guy's been the top free agent running back this entire offseason, and people brought him in for workouts, but no one has signed him. And he has degenerative knees. He's had an ACL injury. He's 26 years old, but his knees are probably of a 45-year-old. His injury concerns go all the way back to when he was drafted. So this isn't anything new. We're going to see how much he has in the tank. He gets signed on a Friday, which, again, kind of highlights the poor planning here of Jordan Howard had a stinger in the Bears game. Darren Sproles has had this torn hip flexor, and you just now sign the replacement? Like, what is that? Do you guys have a plan or what? We'll see if he gets in on Sunday and what kind of carries he has and if he has any juice left. So, the New England Patriots. Well, the thing is, obviously, everyone knows about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and their defense has been absolutely electric. If anyone plays fantasy football, you're well aware that the New England defense is far and away the best scoring defense in fantasy, and that's because they have a ton of turnovers. The Eagles offense 
isn't really prone to turnovers necessarily. Carson Wentz only has four interceptions on the year. Right now, we have a motivated Patriots team. You know, they lost to the Ravens in pretty convincing fashion with Lamar Jackson having an amazing performance. And they had a bye week to think about this, to stew, to game plan. But then again, so did the Eagles. And typically, the Eagles have a pretty good bye week record with Doug Peterson and Andy Reid before him. It's going to be a battle of the minds. Who comes up with the right tips and tricks? And what are they seeing on either side? And how can we exploit each other's offenses or defenses out there on the field? Tom Brady's going to be extra motivated, losing to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. He's had time to redeem himself with a Super Bowl victory last year over the Rams. Don't think Tom Brady has forgotten that the Eagles beat him in the Super Bowl. He's going to be running and gunning for our secondary. And a repeat performance in that game he had 500 yards. If that happens again, there's no shot we win this game. Luckily, I think that their weapons aren't nearly as good, and the team in general nearly as good as you might think. So let's take a look at the record of the New England Patriots up to this point. Started out beating the Steelers 33-3. That's probably their most impressive victory on their schedule so far. They beat the Dolphins. Big whoop. Beat the Jets. Okay. Only beat the Bills 16-10. Eagles already beat that team. Beat the Redskins. Okay. Beat the Giants. Beat the Jets again. Played the Cleveland Browns. And then lost to the Ravens. It's not like they've had a great schedule to this point no one's really tested them or they haven't played playoff caliber teams and the one that they did play the Ravens won 37 to 20 in the game well you know it was close in the first half but they had Lamar Jackson that Ravens offense was too much for the Bill Belichick defense they haven't had an opportunity to play too many playoff caliber teams and the Eagles are right there we have a chance to win the NFC East and especially winning a game like this could boost our chances later down the line we have a shot here a very talented offense with Carson Wentz Alshon Jeffrey not playing might end up being a benefit just from the standpoint of he's clearly not 100%. And if he takes the time to get that ankle right, we can get him back later on at a more healthy interval. It makes us a little more unpredictable because we're not just going to throw the ball to Zach Ertz every single play. Other people are going to have to step up and that might end up making us a little more varied. But you can't discount that Tom Brady's lining up across from you. 2,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, only five interceptions, 64.8 completion percentage. The guy is absolutely on fire. He's the glue that holds the team together. It's been that way for a very long time, even despite not the best weapons surrounding him. His top rusher is Sony Michelle, who really is kind of on a pitch count. He is their main running back, but especially if you have any of these guys in fantasy, you know that the usage varies. So you have Sony Michelle leading the way with almost 500 yards and six touchdowns, only averages 53 yards a game. So he's not a workhorse. You have James White, who's the next leading rusher with 105 yards, 13 yards per game. Rex Burkhead is there as well with 31 rushes for the year. So they really vary up their running situation depending on the pass plays and like what they want to do from a play action perspective. Because James White, being the second leading rusher, has the second most catches on the team, 44 catches, 404 yards averages almost 50 a game so they really like that stuff out of the backfield the wheel routes the different things like that and James White is a big part of what they do when it comes to the short intermediate passing game the receivers that Brady has to work with are not particularly impressive Julian Edelman is a pro bowl receiver great slot guy makes tough catches over the middle has almost 700 yards with four touchdowns averages about 73 a game he's Tom's main receiver and that's where they're going to go. Josh Gordon was leading the way in the second categories, but he's not with the team any longer. Really, when it comes to other receivers, there's no one nearly as scary as Julian Edelman or the running backs in the backfield. So it really comes down to our linebackers and defensive line covering the short to intermediate game and getting some pressure on Brady. 
because he's not going to beat you down the field. There's no one here in this receiving core that's going to get behind us, which definitely plays to our benefit. There is definitely something to say about dying by a thousand cuts, and that's absolutely what can happen with this Brady offense. Quick hitches, swing passes, methodically running down the field, and they're not going to turn the ball over. So you need to either keep up with them when scoring, or you need to hold them to field goals. This offense overall is ranked second in points, average 30 a game, 15th in yards, 7th in passing, and 23rd in rushing. So you can see where their strengths lie. Passing the ball, scoring a lot of points, and a lot of those points come from the defensive side of the ball. So let's move over to the defense and take a look at what they got going on. Patriots defense is awesome. It's really the the lifeblood of this team and what makes them so good. It's because they're first in points. They only give up 11 points a game. They're first in yards, 250, second overall in passing yards, and 11th in rushing. A lot of that has to do with the opponents that they've had so far. Like I mentioned, the Jets twice, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Giants, all these teams that aren't very good. But let's not discount the turnover potential because overall, on defense, the Patriots actually have 19 interceptions, which is absolutely insane. The Eagles have five. So just to give you a little bit of context of... The disparity there, they have 19 interceptions. Devin McCourty leads the way with five of those. The Patriots' turnover differential is 17. So they've gotten 17 more turnovers than they've given up. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you talk about an easy job being Tom Brady in that offense. You get that many turnovers in your first nine games, good things are absolutely going to happen. The teams that they have played have led to this you know they're turnover prone teams not great offenses rookie quarterbacks all that stuff is there you got to give credit where credit is due great defensive scheme good players you have Stephen Gilmore who might be the best cornerback in the NFL playing over there Devin McCourty has been a great safety Jamie Collins has returned to the Patriots at the linebacker position and been fantastic he already has six sacks there is a lot of good players over there and they're good on every single level but The turnovers need to be limited. One of the best things about this week is that we're playing the Patriots at home. And Carson himself has not really been prone to throwing interceptions. Now, we got to clean up some of this stuff. You can remember the Dallas game where we had multiple fumbles to start the game. That absolutely cannot happen. You need to keep the ball away in the sense of driving down the field. And a punt is not a bad thing. What's going to kill you is giving up turnovers to this team because they're clearly thriving off of it. And they expect it. And that's a very powerful thing when a defense expects to take the ball away from you every single week. How does this matchup look? When it comes to the Eagles offense, Carson, I feel good about. And the offensive line against this Patriots defensive line, I think we can run the ball easily. If Jordan Howard was completely healthy. We're going to be relying on Miles Sanders quite a bit. And that's through ball security. That's through finding the right running lanes. And whatever Jordan Howard can give us or J.H.I. is just extra gravy. Rely on Miles Sanders a lot. Start him, because you can feel good about him catching the ball out of the backfield, running the ball. He's going to be a workhorse. The tight ends are going to be important, but more so Dallas Goddard, because Zach Ertz is going to be bracketed. Belichick always does this, where he takes away your best option and forces you to do something different. That's going to be taking away Zach Ertz with probably two defenders. Dallas Goddard needs to win one-on-one coverage. Nelson Aguilar needs to win a one-on-one coverage. Arcego Whiteside, who's going to be starting for Alshon Jeffrey, or Matt Collins needs to find ways to get open. The running backs out of the backfield when it comes to Sanders, those are going to be the ways to work around that. I could see this going in a way where we can get into the 20s. I, I definitely think that we can score on this team. It's just a matter of not turning it over and giving them points the other way. 
on defense, they do not have a great receiver outside of Edelman. You could put Avante Maddox in the slot to kind of, I mean, he's about the same size as Julian Edelman to stick with him. Maybe you could bracket him, keep his zone coverage underneath, don't let them get deep because the outside receivers are not threatening you. No one's running by these guys. So keep things close to the line of scrimmage, some blitz packages if you need to, but the front four is going to be really important. Brandon Graham leads the team in sacks, Super Bowl hero. He needs to get back there, pressure Brady, and cause some disruption. Overall, even though the disparity is there from both a record perspective, statistical performance, I think this game is a lot closer talent-wise than people imagine. I think that the Eagles are going to win on Sunday. Yes, we're going to win at home. We're going to come out of the bye and beat the Patriots. And the city's going to lose their collective freaking minds. They're going to win 28-24. I think it's going to be in the mid-20s. I think it's going to be close. I don't know if it's going to be another dramatic strip sack, but I think that we'll keep the ball away, not turn the ball over, have a situation where the Patriots are kind of starving for that turnover, and they need their offense to manufacture those points, which they can do, but I'm not sure if they can keep up with the Eagles if it's just offense on offense. Despite the pessimism, despite some of the injury concerns, I feel like kind of 75% good, 25% bad. I don't want to see these injuries piling up clearly, but Sproles being off the table allows us to run the ball more and more effectively. Alshon Jeffrey not being out there when he can only run curls and slants can also open up the offense because we're not dealing with a, let's say, half-broken man who can't sprint as fast as he normally could. And maybe it'll force Doug Peterson to get a little more creative with his offensive play calling. Do you need to get creative to beat the Patriots? It's not going to be an easy game, and it's going to come down to turnovers. If we do not turn the ball over, I feel exponentially better about this. However, if you turn around and tell me Carson's going to throw two interceptions and someone else is going to fumble, you can just kiss the game goodbye because it's over. That's the game that the Patriots play. They don't make mistakes. They force you to make mistakes. Let me know what you think. I'm on Twitter at Josh McNutt, M-C-N-U-T-T-24. Would love to hear from you guys. It's been a roller coaster of a season so far. Coming out of the bye week, we have really the back nine of easily winnable games. A lot of pressure on us to perform and win the NFC East. But it starts on Sunday, starts against the Patriots. And I want to see this team playing pissed off, ready to roll, and prepared. Preparation is going to be key. Say it with me. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share this with an Eagles fan that you have in your life. I love watching Tom Brady lose, so please, Eagles, please give me that early Christmas gift. Go Birds!